0: This is the High Hopes Podcast. I hope.
1: It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies. On Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast A not that much to talk about edition a jack fritz is probably more interested in his gambling tonight than in the podcast according to what he just told me right as the the broadcast here started and in all honesty uh listen i appreciate you but steve cohen chill the bleep out edition of i hope spot how you doing
0: i'm good um so i uh completely uh sitting here trust tree just you and i and the millions yes. of people's the millions of people millions. That, are, that are watching on, on YouTube right now. Yes. Um, yes. by the way, if you if you want to watch <laughs> us, if you, if if listening to us isn't enough, um you can also watch us if you want to see uh just like probably the most good looking uh baseball podcast ever to exist.
1: <laughs> wow. um, just, yep.
0: it's it's us. Um but completely in the trust tree, like I um was sitting there Yesterday, you know, this started to get circulated, where it was like, "Oh, Carlos Correa, like there's worry about his, um, his physical." And I was like, "That freaking Steve Cohen is gonna, they're gonna get him, like they're gonna find a way to get him." So when I saw the news this morning, it was like the least shocking thing ever. I was like, "Of course they did," um, and it's it's crazy. I can't believe Correa is a freaking Met. It it reminds me so much of of A-Rod going to the Yankees. That was like out of nowhere, too, when uh, he's supposed to be a Red Sox. He is now playing third base. And like, I don't know if I don't know if a ball is going to get to the left side of the infield. I got to be honest. Like, I don't think it's going to get through. Um, But like for as much as I am, oh, Mets this, Mets that. Like, I just think the NL East is going to be so much freaking fun next year. And (laughs) there is so many storylines to get into. And uh, my overall take is we got Trey Turner. So, whatever. We got Trey Turner.
1: Yeah. Look, I'd rather have Trey Turner than Carlos Correa. There's no question about that at the contract and all that. And I'd certainly rather pay the guy to play shortstop than to play third. But man, Steve Cohen is is he's a wild card man. Every owner in baseball hates this dude, and I absolutely love it. Like again, I baseball needs thirty Steve Cohens. It really does. The guy he's so good for the sport. All the like the Red Sox, the Boston Ugh. freaking Red Sox are crying poor right now. The Boston Red Sox are crying poor, and and I love that Steve Cohen is just like. Shining a light on how absolutely cheap they're being. So that's great. But like enough, bro. Like, enough already. Like the numbers are insane. The number, like, did you see this? Like, so for those who might not have seen it. So with the, their, their payroll right now is $384 million. He will be paying <laughs> $111 million. Luxury tax dollars. Jack Fritz, that's essentially... The St. Louis Cardinals more or less in luxury tax team Cohen and bang. And then think about this prior to this, the most any team had ever doled out in a season was a little under $350 million. He's almost 150 million above that. He's basically the Houston Astros above the highest spent team in the history of baseball. Like It's crazy. The Houston Astros are 153 million. The whole team, they just won the World Series. He's the Houston Astros above the previous most expensive team in the history of baseball. It is wild, man. Like, this guy is wild. Wild. And good for him. And good for, you know, I, I'm I'm jealous. And we got a guy. We're lucky. Oh, We're, yeah. We're all right. We're the third highest payroll in baseball. You know, no complaints. Middleton, Jack, no doubt. But Cohen is just lapping the field, man. He's he's like Steinbrenner. It's crazy.
0: Well, I think um like his t- his luxury tax bills is higher than like 11 teams payrolls.
1: Yes. It's 111 million, man. I don't see. It's probably more than 11 teams. It's probably like, you know, 12, 14, something like that. Like, like I said, more than 11. I'm like, it could be 12.
0: (laughs) So I have have two, I have two things. I have two things that I, that I'm here to admit. Um, one, I thought I was getting out ahead of this. I thought it was a good take at the time. Um, but turns out hand up, uh, Steve Cohen might not be a fraud.
1: <laughs>
0: might, might might be because I, I was thrown off the set a little bit. Like he was deferring money, you know. Like they didn't want to pay to Grom. You know, the Kumar rocker thing kind of fell apart. And I was just like, "Listen, Steve Cohen on fraud watch." Um, I am here to off, say, off off fraud watch now. <laughs> don't think he's a fraud. Um, <laughs> and the other fraud thing, watch
1: is ended. Yes.
0: The other thing is that so you know my password trick where uh oh
1: do i I, i'm surprised you're telling you're telling the world about your risky maneuver here you know well (laughs) but to be fair you are about as careless with your um whatever needs a password as it. so for those who might not know a little inside baseball here jack is the king of just leaving computers unattended with all his twitter is email like everything just open like literally every time when i have to go record a podcast like elliot and i'll do go birds you know after my show yeah we'll go into the studio next door and jack will have be been there and like all day and i'll walk in and his whole life is there like i could do whatever the hell i wanted like i never do because i love you and you're my guy you're adult, yeah. <laughs> i am not surprised that you are like ah, who cares about a password you know no biggie
0: well, here's my here's here's the, the problem the, the personal dilemma I have with that is that on one hand it's like yeah probably not the best idea on the <laughs> other hand on the other hand content so it's like really hard to to true, balance the true. two um, so I have this thing with my passwords where anyone so I, when I first started noticing that I had a problem let <laughs> me
1: just dive right in like let's go okay good.
0: So when I first started noticing that I had a problem, it was when I would put Phillies in there. So I would have like Wheeler, whatever. I would have uh, Harper, whatever. I would have like Kingery. I remember my Kingery phase. Um, And then I was like, wow, this is like ruined every one of these guys. So I was like, you know what? I gotta start putting my my mortal enemies in there. Um, So like I'll put Acuna in there. Um, I put Lindor in there. Lindor was one I
1: remember. Lindor was one of them.
0: And it pretty much worked. Like Lindor had a terrible season uh alonzo is still pretty good um but you know i I noticed that the more and more people that i put in there more often than not it would lead to good events for the phillies um so i put steve cohen as as a part of my new password and um it has totally backfired so (laughs) you know it it might be time to like honestly i keep waiting for the those annoying expired password emails just so i can get out like i just need to get out i need to change my password because it's it's, it's backfired so much but i also don't want to put the effort into changing my password without waiting the 45 days until we have to change it again so um yeah the cohen password is completely backfired um but i will say this james you know i, I woke up this morning um i i, I checked twitter uh you know, it was just a, a a minefield of people upset can we calm down like like I understand. It's a little scary. Carlos Correa is a New York Met. Deperth Lindor and McNeil and Alonzo and freaking Nimo's back, which I hate. And and Kanye and and whatever. Can I just remind everyone that they're still the Mets? Like yep. they're still the Mets. And <laughs> whether you want to believe about the physical thing, whatever. Um, it. The 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 reporting on it's so weird.
1: What do you want? What do you want to believe? Come on, we all know what happened here. There is no chance that this but was hold not on. nefarious, Look, in some hold way. On. collusion, but, whatever. Something happened here that was not, you know. That's
0: fine. That's fine. Explain yeah. to me. Just explain to me why why was it the Giants' doctors that failed them?
1: I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, it, it's crazy to me. The whole thing makes no sense. But my guess is Scott Boris wanted him to be a New York Met and he became a New York Met. I don't know. I don't know how that Steve Cohen and Scott Boris wanted him to be a New York Met. And that's what happened. And I don't know how they got there, and I don't know what they did along the way. But that's Are you, what saying, I mean.
0: that, are you saying that a special envelope might have gotten delivered to the the, <laughs> yeah, the executives of impossible. the San Francisco Giants?
1: Who knows? Real quick, though, I was thinking about this because I mean, this is, and, and obviously they never had the press conference. So different. We've had the press conference with Turner. So slightly different. But like, imagine waking up this morning and finding that Trey Turner was now a Met. Like, Trey Turner had just, you know, the Phillies' physical, it didn't work out right. And it's like, he's gone. Like can you imagine I like it must have being a Giants fan this morning must have been tough man like that I don't really have much sympathy for National League fans and I have no sympathy at all for fans of teams that have won three world series in the last you know 12 years or whatever like zero zero like you could lose 162 games a year for the next decade and I'm not going to feel bad for you not a little bad <laughs> Like, that was, like, a real I, – because I thought about me. And I thought about how – if it were Trey Turner that, I am mean, like, how how soul-crushing yeah. that would be for me. You know? Like, it, it's the especially after free agency's done. Now you can't, like, go back and get someone else. You can be like, all right, well, we'll just go sign Xander. We'll just go – like, you can't do that anymore. Like, man, I, I was just like, that's some real Phillies fan stuff right there. Like, that's some real that would happen to us kind of stuff. You know what I mean?
0: Well, so first thought is – I was with you, um, but then I remember Cody Ross, and I was like, "No, nah, <laughs> like, like straight up good." No, no, like I, the the emotional torture that that but Cody they, Ross they put me through. It.
1: They deserve it. Yeah, it's it, like, yeah.
0: yeah, this is what you get. This is what you get for winning World Series with scrub ass rosters like three times in a row. I know. I um, know. I know. You, you, I know. you, des- you deserve this. Um, it is interesting though, um, because they are pretty much. They're pretty much in a situation where um, if let's say that Bryce had said no, like if Bryce had signed elsewhere after Machado had already signed with the Padres, that's basically what being a Giants fan is right now. Like who is yeah. like, like the, the saddest tweet I've ever seen in my life today, I think was from Susan Slusser who said that uh, they're now pivoting to like Michael Conforto. And it's oh like, my God. Could you could You didn't imagine? even play
1: last year. You didn't play He wasn't even in the majors last year.
0: Could you imagine the Phillies? Coming off, just missing the playoffs. Um, and like, obviously, you know, it's funny. All these teams, like it serves them right. Um, you know, I feel like the Giants tried to rip off the Rays and the Red Sox tried to rip off the Rays. And it is backfiring. Um, so, but like they just missed the playoffs. They had promised their fans they're going to spend a ton of money this year. They offered $400 million for Aaron Judge. They didn't get him, even though John Heyman said that he's going to be a giant. They... Oh, I
1: forgot about that. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I forgot they had, t- and that was like less a shorter period of time. Like this is worse because of the timing and stuff. Yeah, it was I six, totally days. It was six about- days. I t- I totally forgot the judge. Like he was going to the Giants that night. Oh my god, like what a, you're- I'm not gonna say Portland Giants wins because you're right, Cody Ross. I apologize, but man, dude, man, man, that's like you know. That's like you know having like a a, a ten leg parlay and nailing nine of them, and you got a running back who get you need to like seventy yards, and he gets like seventy one yards, and then he has a two yard loss and ends in sixty nine yards. So I'm no, like that's yes, like that.
0: It's a, first off, I don't I don't appreciate the reference. It, it like it, you, know,
1: you think it was a shot at, right at you because well like, it, it's so. like
0: it's like you don't know I'm still recovering from the six hundred yards of six J- hundred dollars <laughs> the six hundred dollars that Jalen hurts personally cost me. Um. Three yards short, by the way. Three rushing yards short of six hundred dollars. Uh, Jalen hurts. Uh,
1: yeah. See, there you go. So it's like that.
0: Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's worse. It's actually worse. I just want to point that out. It's actually worse. Or Will it, Barton it not hitting another three last night. That could also be up there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah. And so you have, well, first off, it wasn't even Aaron judge. It was Arson judge. If you remember that. Good Um, point. It was Arson judge. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: But yeah, it's almost like had the Phillies just completely struck out in like, you know, 2019 or whatever. And they pivoted to like Pablo Sandoval, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) think, Oh, Michael Conforto. That's that's our big answer for missing out on Correa and, and, and judge. What
1: a disaster. Can't
0: imagine it being us, but yeah, like imagine Trey Turner was a for six days, and we're like celebrating Trey Turner, and then he says, mm, "I'm good."
1: That's <laughs> like what that I would, mean. Like if you uh, like
0: JD Drew on steroids,
1: it would be on steroids. Yeah, it's just so devastating. All right, so so I'm with you on the whole, though. I I honestly I don't for some reason. I know they're spending a lot of money. Look, they're going to be good and stuff, but. They've signed a bunch of guys that, pretty much, other than Correa, I wouldn't have particularly wanted the Phillies to sign at the prices they're at. You know, for the most part, other than Senga, he's Senga. nasty. I would, I would, have been, I would have been really fine with the Phillies signing that guy. Like Verlander, you know, I wasn't in on that for these two years. He might be good. I don't know, but he's turning forty, and they gave him eighty-something million dollars for the next couple of years. You know, I, I wasn't. I mean, look, Brandon Nimmo a good player, eight for one sixty-two. Mm-hmm. I know that's market value, but that seemed crazy to me a hundred plus million for a closer. Like I, I take some solace again, 312 million for a third baseman is a shortstop. Like, look, Kray is a great player, but you know, I mean, he's not, he's better as a shortstop than as a third baseman. I'll tell you that much. You know, I'd rather pay a a shortstop 300 plus million than a third baseman with that skill set. So, you know, I, I, I think they're going to be really good and I, I, I am, Again, I, jealous is the wrong word just because our owner's spending, but I am. I'm jealous. that Steve Cohen's our owner? I'm freaking jealous. Seeing this guy just go out and say, "Bleep everybody, I don't care about anything. I'm just gonna totally, you know, swing my you know what around and just say I'm the freaking baddest dude in this league." But I do like the Phillies team better. Like I, I really do like the roster the Phillies have better. And I, I like you know obviously Harper being out for the first three months is is you know the one fly in the ointment, so to speak. But, and you think when Harper's back, like, I prefer the Phillies lineup. I know it doesn't cost quite as much money, but I I think it's, I I think it's a better lineup and I I have more faith in these guys, but I, the, the area where I look at the Mets and saying, you know, and obviously the bullpen's better, but I do like, I'd like the pitching depth. I like how they've kind of just said, screw it. We're going to get like seven or eight starters and, you know, guys are going to get hurt, and we're going to have a bunch of dudes. So I, I think that's an area where the Phillies lack. But on the whole, I'm not that scared of the Mets. It's just, you know, come on, man, frustrating.
0: It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a yeah. dogfight. I can't wait for fun. It. Yes, it's gonna be fun. Um, and like pure sports hatred, I feel like is it, it, going to be back. Um, but like when I look at them, pitching wise, I actually like. You know, I, I think McGill's someone that's going to be way better for them. Um, like I like
1: good, McGill. Me He's too. He's nasty. Uh,
0: and like, I I guess when you have Scherzer and Verlander at the top of your rotation, like you, you want to stretch them out. Like they'll probably go six man, um, if they can.
1: But like, or or give them those type of rest, give Wheeler and stuff, where it's like, oh, Scherzer's got an arm thing for a month or whatever. You know, I think you'll see something like that too.
0: But I mean, all these guys
1: are just so old like that's my point they're, they're so, so old old I mean, even um, like Quintana. it's like the youngest guy, than mcgill like Quintana's like the youngest guy on his dad he's like 33
0: yeah and he was i mean listen he was carrasco's
1: 35 yeah he was good but Quintana's 33 34 30, 30, 30, get carrasco's 35 or 36 um you know both scherzer and and verlander are what 39 and 40 or 40 and 40 or something like that i mean they're a bunch of old dudes man
0: Senga's pretty awesome though I'm jealous of Senga yeah I didn't
1: mention him I didn't mention
0: and then and then I look at the bullpen it's like yeah Edwin's great but you're telling me like I'm supposed to (laughs) I'm supposed to be fearful of like they bought back Odovino awesome um but then it's like Robertson Drew Smith's all right even though he just looks like Spencer Howard so I can't take him that seriously uh Brooks Raleigh's pretty good and then it's like a bunch of just you know whatever Alicia Hernandez who was a starter I don't know. So, you know, I I think they're actually pretty even on paper. Um the thing is like it, it's time to like we said this last last podcast, but the Phillies can't be done. Like I think what I think what um Steve Cohen did was force the Phillies to be like, "Uh ah, all right, I guess we'll spend more." You know, like we'll, we'll we'll keep going. And you keep looking over the um you know, the, the free agent market for these relievers and it's just like
1: I don't. I don't need
0: Kimbrel or 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 whatever. Um, I mean, you know, a
1: little, a little trade, maybe. A little. I'm just saying, like that's Liam Hendricks action coming to town.
0: Well, there's Liam. I mean, it, like, let's put it this way: if you had Liam Hendricks, Dude. and then you let everyone else just fall into a role,
1: yeah, and he closes, I, and you're set. Like, boom, let's yeah, go.
0: It, it lets Sir Anthony be seven eight. It lets uh Jose Alvarado be seven, eight, six if you need to. Um, you know, it it's not forcing it's not forcing like the the Bilates and Brogdons into into higher level roles. Like, I think I think Griff is gonna be in the bullpen. Like if, if they're if they're smart about this, like I think Griff could start, but I, I just I view it as let's just put him in the bullpen and let's just get a weapon um that can take down like <laughs> Five six innings a week is that fair for Griff McGarry? Like five six innings a week where he can just pitch two at a time, huge and and you know be valuable from that role. Um, and let Falter and Painter and those guys kind of extend the rotation, but let Griff be like a fireman in a way, um, to where like his stuff should play up more by being in the bullpen. So um, it, I just I don't I can't get a read on what a Liam Hendricks trade costs. Like in my head, I'm saying I'm obviously not trading McCable for him, but I'm also like, it might cost that. I I, I, I he has a sixteen million dollars this have, year. One
1: more year or two more years. It's
0: a, it's one more after this year, then I think an option. Um, yeah. so like I think I that's think he's like
1: fourteen this year, right? I thought he was fourteen this year. Yeah. What somewhere in that range? It's 14, 16, 16, something like that. Yeah.
0: Um, and I just keep thinking, like, am I really prepared to have to give up Mick able to go get this done? But at the same time, if we talk this a lot, you're in your window to win a World Series. So it's like, Well, do you really have a choice? So he has a so he is 14 this year. So it's 14 this year and then that's a club option next year for 15, and then it's it's unrestricted. So it's free a agent.
1: lock to get picked up. So it's a two-year deal. Like if you yeah, it's if a you trade year for him, you're getting him for two years. For for two years, 29 million is obviously an incredibly fair price for Liam Hendricks. I mean, that's a steal. The question is the, the assets you have to give up to get him. And the fact that he has two years, I mean, that's you know, it's probably something in the McAble range. I don't know if it's that much, but also the Phillies are in this kind of weird spot where they really only have these like you know, top three dudes, and then it's like a drop off. Like, Johan Roas is a nice prospect, but he's not the level of McAble. You know, they don't have, they really don't have those kind of in between guys to, to like, the next tier down. They kind of skip a tier. You know what I mean? So they have to, like, cobble something together. I don't think Johan Roas is enough as a centerpiece for for, uh, for Hendricks, unless they're guys in the low minors or something that the White Sox are really intrigued by. Obviously, Beatty's not the beholder, but. Um, you know, the Phillies don't have a ton of depth. They've got some high end guys, but not having that depth makes it harder to find those type of deals, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, so so where it comes back to me with is I think I think Mick Abel's a, a hefty asking price for Liam Hendricks. I understand if they would do it, I I would be a little bit leery of it. Um, but it'd make the Phillies like that much better. Um, but I would I would legitimately give up Mick for a guy like Alex Lang. And like Alex Lang is a wow. guy that like I, I think he I think he has a chance to be the next Clay Holmes. You know, like Clay Holmes was in Pittsburgh. Now the problem is is that like I think Alex Lang pitched like a two five ERA last year. Um, so you know, that kind of Clay Holmes was like pitching in the fours when the Yankees stole him from the from the Pirates. Um so he definitely is is on that track. But he had him for four more years after this and like, I just, I think the guy's going to be a superstar. And I think if he wasn't in Detroit, I think we'd be talking about him, like, in the elite, elite um, reliever kind of category. Um, you know, Tigers, you never know how close or far away they are from, from really competing. But if I'm them and I'm looking for a possible, like, superstar-level reliever trade, like, Alex Lang is the guy that I want, you know? Um, the Tigers got the number one prospect from the Braves for Joe Jimenez. And I think that, you know, I think that, first off, I think Matt Cable's a better prospect than that guy was. Um, but at the same time, like Alex Lang has less years before or more years before free agency. More years. Joe yeah. Jimenez. Joe Jimenez and Jimenez was so,
1: good. That was a good move by the bridge.
0: Yeah, but the weird part about him is that he's been up and down a lot. Like he's been yeah. great, he's high bad, his high. great. Yeah, you're
1: right. You're right. But he's both so, cool games. It's,
0: too. Um, it's, it's again, it, it's so hard to wrap your head around. Like these trades. I'm giving up. You know, a guy that could be a possible ace for very, very good relievers.
1: A but controllable when
0: reliever, yeah. That's what the market is, and, and, oh, yeah. and when they are as valuable, I don't valuable like it.
1: They, I don't like it, Jack. I don't like it. I, this is an area where they need to get, they need to, they need to get really good at developing these guys because I think that's a real advantage because it's really freaking annoying to have to trade for them. Like, it's really annoying. Well, and the, and the thing it's is, it's great to have them. But to your point, like if Mick Abel, and again, you know, odds are Mick Abel won't become a superstar ace. But if he does become an ace, like how devastating is that,
0: that? You know, the, th- the thing is, um, there's two things that has to happen, and this is the next development for the Phillies. And I actually think that they uh, did a better job of this year, like finding Bellotti, getting Alvarado to turn into one of the best relievers yeah. in the sport, um, Brockton having a resurgence resurgence in the postseason. Um. Hopefully, Coonrod, like as he gets healthier, can get back to the guy that we saw the year before. Um. But like a guy like Coonrod, uh, a guy like Bellati, where it's where it's you're not giving up much to go after him, but you bring him in and you develop him. You know, I think that they're starting to do that with some of the guys they drafted. Problem is, that they're like two years away. You know, like because they just started getting them getting them in the pipeline now. Um. So you know, I think that like look at the like the Dodgers always bring up random guys put them in their and they're great, but they also make a trade for these lower level guys that you don't see coming. Um, like who was the guy last year? Was it Almonte or whatever that yeah. was like disgusting and he was like awful with the Rockies? Like those kind of moves. Um, and, and trusting your your player development staff. So, like, I think they're going to be in the market. Like, I I just. I don't get the sense they're really going to be aggressive from building the bullpen standpoint. And I think it's going to be a lot of Bilates and, and these kind of guys that maybe have some, some usage stuff that they want to throw more rather than let's push all our chips in and go get a, go get a a stud reliever. And I just, I'm not sure that's the right course of action.
1: Yeah. Look, I'm with you. I think that, you know, John Middleton, as much as he has crushed it. And he's Jack Middleton, and we're we're happy, and we're not going to rip him no matter what else happens this offseason. I hope he woke up this morning and saw the Korean News and said, crap, I got to do more. You know, and and uh, it sucks that Steve Cohen's doing that, but it is what it is. Like, this team is not complete yet. We've talked about that. Honestly, my first thought when I saw the news this morning was, we should have signed right up. Like, that was my first thought. That was the first thought that went through me. I was like, oh. We should have signed Rodon. That's really what I thought. We talked about it. You know, I just, that's how I felt. I felt like, all right, like that was, that was the move to counter. this. If you sign Rodon and Turner, no one cares. Everyone's like, oh, we got the two best dudes. We, we win. Let's go. But, you know, what it is. and I like that Walker's here and all that. But I do think that to that point, I do think they need to do more, whether it's creative trades, whether it's, you know, you know, there's not much left on the, it's crazy. Jack, it is December 20th. It's not even Christmas. Like the market's done. It's barren. Like who's even the best guy on the market right now? I mean right? Uh,
0: it's like all the old relievers. Yeah, right?
1: Craig Kimbrel. Woo! Yeah, give me Craig Kimbrel. Like it's just it's 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 Oh, you know crazy. you
0: know Dave is dying to, to find Dave's a way to
1: dying it. Dave's waiting out the Kimbrel market, hopefully. Please yeah, wait it 100%. out. All right? He's
0: he's he get went, uh... like a,
1: a a bag of baseballs and a, a, a few cheesesteaks. You can probably get Craig Kimbrell at this point. You should yeah, be able to there is camp. just
0: there's it's just, nothing, it's ugly. Ah, oh, it's so sad. There's so many th- uh, trade for-
1: time. masky <laughs> trade time.
0: There's so many failed former fantasy baseball hopes. Oh, Alex Reyes is still available. Come on. I don't even care. I don't care how long it takes till he's healthy. Bring me him. Bring me him. Um yeah. Blank just- check. Blank check. I would. I mean, maybe that'd be dumb, but I'd give him a hundred million for sure. <laughs> Do you think I care? Do You think it, I'm Steve Cohen? I'm giving the Alex Rice 100 million dollars. It's going to be a steal in a couple of years. Um, exactly, but yeah, exactly.
1: honestly, honestly, here's the real takeaway from the Steve Cohen thing. I think you get paid by him. You think I? You think I could get paid? By him? <laughs> I mean, why not? You can give you a million to come up and and see if they could develop you. I mean, I think he could just throw a million away. So, Why not? You should this should be your thing is trying to get Steve Cohen to sign you for a million dollars.
0: Yeah, but that sounds like working out again. Nah. Good. <laughs> okay. Uh can I piggybacking off of that? Can I give you a real thought? Like I promise you, I'm not lying to you. Can I give you a real thought that went through my head today?
1: a nervous lead in, like, oh, I promise I'm not lying, be it for real. But yeah, go ahead. Tell me something that is the truth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought I to and 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 honest to God, I thought about this three different times today. I said, mm-hmm. I said, I could easily do what Billy Epler's doing right now. Like, imagine being the GM for the Mets. Oh and just being yeah, like, dude, I could, I you. could, like, I could legitimately build. First off, I could build a better baseball team than Billy Epler. There's like absolutely you, no doubt.
1: You just got to ask Steve to hand out a dude, check. That's so what I'm saying. Job. That is dude. what
0: I'm saying. It's like, dude, imagine, imagine it being fantasy baseball. But you can just like spend whatever. Like there's no yeah, it's like
1: it's yeah, it's your budget, but you get like you get three times the budget of (laughs) every other dude. I'm just gonna buy that guy. I think I want him. him." him.
0: Like Billy Epler has to be the luckiest man alive. I I swear he has to be.
1: You think they're like the guys come in and Berliner's like, yeah, I want two years, seventy-five million. You want eighty? How many five? Let's give you 86. It's a nice round number. Boom. There we go. Yeah. You know, feels like that's what they're doing. It's we like got the opposite it. of the Braves. The Braves get guys into a room. They put a gun to their head and said, sign this or we're killing you and your family. And they come, the Mets are like, here, that's whatever you want. We'll give you one. It's, but it's true, right? What other explanation is there for these guys signing their lives away in the Braves for like a fraction of what they would get on the market? It's crazy, man.
0: I don't know, but maybe One the, after Braves the other,
1: all of them Strider, Acuna uh, Albies. It's a like guy after dude, after dude, it's, uh, Riley, like all of them. Like it's crazy. The Braves have the, like the four of the six best long-term contracts in baseball. It's a joke. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Well, and listen. the Mets
1: are like here, take whatever you want. Oh yeah. Imagine, you want, you want imagine a part of my company. Here you go.
0: Imagine if you put the Braves roster on the Mets and what and like you gave them all like start back at zero.
1: Oh my god, it'd be it'd be like a seven hundred million dollar roster right now.
0: It'd be insane. It'd be insane. Um. Yeah. So, but I will say. By that... the way, Costa
1: Korea che- a cheater too. Let's never forget that. You know, as part of this whole discussion. Right
0: I get. I, I know. I <laughs> I'm just kidding. I understand. I understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, we all, he did. Um, I mean, he cheated. I know a lot of people cheated that during that time. Um, Barry Bonds also a cheater who you won the Hall of Fame. Um, I love I love Barry. I put that I, guy well in the name right now. Well Didn't
1: aware. do anything that was against the rules. Just saying. Was, <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> I don't was um. That's true. Um,
0: but yeah. Also, you know that their collapse office is just gonna be that much sweeter. Like, there's gonna be so much freezing cold takes Uh, that's the like good take right there. retweeting them, and then like October when they get eliminated by like Joe Musgrove, and and then Buck Walter's out checking his ear again. You know, it's going to be great. Also, if you want full spin zone on why I'm actually happy that he's a Met.
1: Oh, you're happy?
0: Yes. It, w- watch this. You know what else it means? It means that the Giants won't make the playoffs again, which means our path to making the playoffs is like second or third best team in the division because Bryce is missing half the year. That much easier. You're, you're pretty much eliminating the Giants. So it's like what? Padres, Dodgers out west. The Diamondbacks are a little frisky, but they're not ready. Um, the Cubs the are not The three in yet. the
1: East. Yeah, the three in the East and the Cardinals. And the Cardinals. Oh, there we go. And
0: the Brewers. Whatever, like, the I mean. playoffs
1: are... Why even play the season? Exactly! <laughs> Honestly, like... I was going to say half kidding. I'm like, like, 5% kidding. Why even play the season? We know it's going to be in the playoffs.
0: See, and that's why I don't... I wish it didn't happen to baseball. Just because, like, you know... what's Because the, then it does. It's like, well, what's the point of playing 162? But... I know that us saying this is going to end up coming back and being like, oh, that was a bad idea when we said this. So we've never
1: like- said anything that came back to bite us ever.
0: I would like that last part of the podcast. Uh, not in the episode. Um, the Phillies are we cannot lock in a playoff spot for this team at all. They gotta go out, and get to earn it. And win more than anything.
1: <laughs> what do you think they're is there over under out for next year yet? Because I wonder when it's gonna no. be set up. No, they're not out yet. Yeah, well it's gonna be fascinating. I mean I would guess it would be Mets Braves Phillies in terms of, of win totals, which is yeah. which is pretty wild, because I think the Phillies would probably be, if I had to guess, I would guess it's probably similar to where it ended last year, not where it's are, but I would guess they're in the eighty six to eighty eight range, would be my guess. Braves um, are probably like ninety and the Mets are like ninety two, or breath braves like eighty nine and Mets are ninety one, something yeah, like that. Little- Maybe Mets are like ninety three they've the been 100 and
0: some games last year 106 they both
1: did i know but they're never as high as you would think maybe they will be but like the dodgers have been the biggest lock in betting for like six straight years or a... it's like every year it's like oh 96 98 and they're like they went 110 or 106 or whatever it's like of course they're going to like i think last year they were like 103 or 104 finally they had not been over 100 any of the years they were like 103 104 and it's like they were still an over of course they were of course they were
0: yeah, if I had to guess, I would guess uh eighty-eight and a half. That's what I would Yeah, that's what I, would say I think
1: that's fair. I'll go I'll go eighty-eight even. Nice. Nice. Um, so there we go. That's good. We're only a half game separated. Except
0: us. that we don't have to we don't play the analysis much next year. So I know, know, maybe, I know. maybe that'll help the win. It's good
1: though. news. It could be. It's good news. Um all right, we got in the take bag, buddy. I feel like we're we're firmly in take bag territory. I Are we? honestly I don't know. The fact that we've talked for thirty-five minutes with literally having nothing other than Steve Cohen spent money as our topic for today, I think is pretty impressive. I don't know if oh. I can stretch much more. I don't really have much more on my plate. You want you to know? Got some what's... talk to me. I'm letting you set the agenda now, So You go. Uh, I'm not saying end the podcast. I'm saying talk about what you want to talk about.
0: Well, do you really want me
1: to talk about what I want to talk about, or do you no, want to keep this Phillies no, related? No, because yeah, what I yeah, want to talk about
0: is how I took Trey Young. Someone's th-
1: missing threes for me right now. No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. I would just like to point out that for the first time on this podcast, I feel like I've actually won. It. Well, I haven't won yet, but unless oh, he you doesn't won? play this. Well, hold on. Just
1: me- uh, so you might have just so I took really, really, really ruined this. <laughs> no, so I took- hold, on,
0: hold on. I took Trey Young to score 30 points and hit five threes. It is halftime, and he has 29 points and six threes.
1: <laughs> we're, we're happy he's over is, here. He's totally not playing in the second half. Is he I mean, if he, he doesn't play in the, the second basket? half, I
0: am never doing a podcast
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> you could never. What kind, do that. Odd, what kind of odds is it for 30 and five plus threes? I think that five threes is plus 700. So. Holy Chris! So this is like a big bet to win. Oh, did you mean, parlay them or put them separately?
0: Uh, separately.
1: That's so pretty good, man. Look at you.
0: Yeah, well, listen. We need we need James Harden to start heating up too. So. Um,
1: I have I haven't, right. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> won a bet since baseball season. So yeah. You know, no, no. Honestly. See
0: here. See here's what you did. Here's what you did. Is that you? I've not
1: won a bet since I've not won a bet since baseball season. I went from like three hundred dollars in my account to nothing. I'm zero dollars.
0: No, because your problem was that you got all cocky. You know, you're like, oh, I figured out gambling. Meanwhile, you're just riding no, the I didn't. hot streak.
1: No, I Yeah, I was riding the hot streak. I knew I was riding the hot streak. I never expected to not lose the money. I just thought I would maybe lose it a little little more slowly than I lost. That would have been cool.
0: Um, so the other day was Brandon Marsh's birthday. And I sometimes just forget the kid's like... He's like 24 years old. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he's young And he never gets... He never gets talked about as, like, one of the younger, um, you know, members of the, the, the daycare or whatever. Um, and for all the things I'm excited about in 2023, um, eh, second year of Brandon Marsh, like, more removed from the Angels. Another offseason with Kevin Long. Um, seems like a great dude. Like him signing um the was the older ladies uh pillow of Brandon Marsh and like him getting word of oh, it and then signing great.
1: it. It's great. It's great.
0: And I can't wait, James, you know, for a full season of gold glove caliber center field defense. Like we joke in the offseason how we don't worry about defense in the offseason because it's like, well, what's the point? But then Really, when it hits the regular season,
1: ah, uh, it, it kills us. It kills. It's, it. it's
0: just there's nothing worse. Um, so seeing another year of Brandon Marsh, I, I have forgiven him. I'm lying. I haven't forgiven him for his performance in Game Five. Um, I'm trying to forgive Brandon for his performance in Game Five and just like put the ball in play. Just choke up one time. Just hit the ball in the outfield. Just like do a job like one time. It's Ryan Presley. You know who he's going to throw. <laughs> but regardless. I'm excited about second year <laughs> of Brandon Marsh. He had 288 last year as a fill. It's like it's. I view Brandon Marsh as an angel, much like my GPA my freshman year, and 3-3 post freshman year GPA. Brandon Marsh, future all star post. angel Love
1: it. What? A, what? A, what again? Essentially a throwback to the last pod. You know, continuity between pods. Bringing this whole thing together. Um, I mean, you're freaking pro, man. You're freaking So. Pro.
0: So I, I can't believe I didn't mention this last podcast. And I would like, I can't, hold on. I might be able to, find, I need to find the Twitter user. Um, You know, I don't know why I said Twitter user like that. Like I'm a hundred years old um, <laughs> reading Twitter for the first time. Um,
1: Do you really have to find it?
0: No, I do. It was uh CJ on Twitter. Um,
1: Shout out to CJ. I'm happy you found that. Like there are not eight zillion CJs. Go ahead.
0: With CJ Twitter, he knows who he is, um, and and he <laughs> he rightfully pointed out that that you and I had had well more me than you because this has never been your thing, um, but through the journey that we took last year, you know, going from sad down in the dumps, this team stinks, bunch of losers, to oh my god, we're in the World Series! Like I think we forgot a part of our roots, and I would just like to to put my hand up and oh speaking of things um you and elliot took that from me there is no way i heard that on go birds hand you're, up. A, you're a hand up podcast that's a that's a bit that you took from me 100 percent. i would like <laughs> to point that do, out well,
1: first of all elliot says it so he started on the bot. so if anyone took it from which you, he I, didn't stole from was, me. I didn't know i didn't know was your bit but you know what i'm just gonna say it's it's a go birds thing just to annoy you
0: it's not um but I do hand have up one.
1: My guys, it is what it is. I don't know. I do have, I have one
0: positive thing to say about Go Birds, and this is the only oh, positive. Wow, about, that'd right? be a yes.
1: fucking miracle. I almost cursed there. I said a f- miracle. Uh,
0: I like that you don't you do the yo in the beginning. I will say that you're just like it is. You know. Yeah. I yeah, I, I yeah. like that. It's, I know. That I it's, go
1: hey hello. I do a completely mm, different, whole yeah. different thing. I know it's not. it's not a yo. I get it. It's okay.
0: No. Yeah. Um. But uh. Full accountability. Hand up. Um, completely forgot to just do a full five minutes on the Philly selecting Noah song in the in the rule five draft. Um, and I, you can just turn your mic off for the next five minutes. Like I don't. I know this. <laughs> oh, I know this means absolutely nothing to you. But let's I put actually, it this. Way. I
1: actually uh, took a picture of a, uh, a tweet that I liked about it because it was so exciting. It seemed like it was good. But go ahead.
0: Um, so the Phillies essentially took the Red Sox best prospect because I think the Red Sox forgot that he existed. Um, and Dave Dombrowski and I, and I want to believe it was Ani was just like, we can get a possible future starting pitcher that if you squint, you see stuff of Steven Strasburg. Um, like not now Steven Strasburg where he can't pitch anymore, but like prime Steven Strasberg. Like Noah's song, Noah's song when, when it was coming out of the draft was legitimately gonna be a top like 20 pick in the draft, but he said he wanted to serve the country, he's going over for four years, whatever. Um, and like uh I was texting with my good friend Eric Kratz, who uh oh who-
1: look at you <laughs>
0: who uh, who caught Noah Song, Song in uh, 2019, I guess, in one of the USA baseball tournaments. And he said he told the Red Sox, like, that guy is 100% a lock to be a major leaguer. Um, he's going to be really good. And Eric Kratz is, like, caught for a million years of major league baseball, so probably a pretty reliable source on that. Um, but I just... The idea that they stole a guy who has the potential to be really, really good just for, like, $100,000... It, it's it's like it's just next it's galaxy brain stuff. It's absolutely galaxy brain stuff. I'm so excited. Like, like I like I he's gonna I think he's gonna serve the all four years. He seems very committed to it. Hey, that's it. It's time to come over and win a world series, buddy. Uh it's time to we, we got a special thing come now. The one you know the one uh um worry here, I guess, is that he was sitting ninety six to ninety nine at Navy, I believe um and he, i don't think he's pitching a competitive mound so i don't know what the mounds are like um on whatever ship he's on but um let's hope he can still hit that and if he comes back he does not sit 85 all of a sudden or else he might be doing this podcast with you in a couple years you know what i mean like <laughs> like we all lose it so um either way the noah song rule five pick hey eh, you know you can have your cute little hot stove and your signings and your trade turners, but let me tell you what really matters in the real health of a franchise. The Red Sox let maybe their best pitching prospect go just because I think they forgot. I think they forgot. So shout out to Dave. And uh, if you want to bring Raphael Devers next, because it seems like the Red Sox might've forgotten about him. Uh, we will take that as well.
1: Man. The turn on Chaim is uh stuff. Tough to see. Is that, that our worst take? Crazy. Is is that our worst take? Oh, it's it's definitely the biggest miss in the history of this Without a doubt. Like nothing close. Really I mean and we look, were I, I think pretty... he is hamstrung by ownership there. Like I think yeah. he is in a bad spot. But he can't find yeah, any was, talent. It was bad. No, it was really bad. It was really bad. It was really bad. Really like, bad. But I, I I'm
0: just saying, like I I think what the Red Sox are doing, I think is the I think it's the it's the single worst thing that's happening in baseball right now. Like, it's not important. even it's you are the Boston. If I was like, if I was on Boston radio, it would be every day, just like you guys, are the Boston Red Sox. Like, can we act like it's so bad for the sport? What the Red Sox are trying to do. Yeah, um, it's hard. And I hope they it's fail. Like, I, like, it's so much better for the sport if the Red Sox fail at trying to become the race. Like, you're the Red Sox, be the Red Sox. So, yeah. for their sake, I hope they sell the team. I think they they're just a joke up there. Um, I hope they sell the team, you know, g- get someone in there that wants to spend money and restore. uh, greatness to red sox crazy
1: too because i mean those owners had an amazing freaking run i mean they they brought championships they brought you know special things that franchise that hadn't been there and and it's really it's you know it's been a horrible turn um back to Noah's song uh i i took a picture of a tweet from your guy look at this kyle body uh tweeting about it this is an insanely sick pick that Noah Song hasn't pitched in 2019 because of military service. He would have been a surefire first rounder out of college if not military bound. The numbers insane: 161 strikeouts in 94 innings. Is that good? I'm not sure. I feel like I feel like you know, kind of close to two strikeouts an inning. No matter what level you're at, that feels like it's it's pretty impressive. Uh, no, it seems like a pretty smart pick, and um, you know we'll see. Obviously, I think. You know, I think it'll all come down to your point of, you know, is he throwing a baseball these four years? Because you know, it's not the kind of thing where you just like don't do it and you're just like fine. But um, but hopefully he is, and you know, hopefully that's the future he wants out of there. And you know, obviously, I'm never going to knock anyone for for serving the country and all that. So, um, smart, we got a smart, smart stuff, Jack. What a what a freaking mm. thought. Ethos of the podcast. Give me a smart team. Are right, you got anything else?
0: uh uh final thing dude uh it's a saturday morning
1: Good mm-hmm.
0: go downstairs i got mm-hmm. some work done and uh you know it's all good because sometimes some of us work on saturdays um you know just what yeah do. i do yeah i know yeah. i know um, <laughs>
1: I, th- there was a, I thought there was a shot of me. I'm like, I, I do a well, it. Well, it was guys.
0: intended to be a shot. And then I forgot that you also work on Saturday.
1: So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, shot revoked. Um, <laughs> but like Joe wasn't awake yet. So I go on YouTube and there is a 25 minute. Uh, uh, it's basically it's the it's the bottom of the third against the Braves. It's that whole inning, which is the Hoskins-Homer, uh, the Harper-Homer, the Stott double. And it's the whole inning, but with Franski in L.A., like, doing all the commentary on it.
1: <laughs> if, like, if you
0: want to see a 28-year-old sitting on his couch at, like, 9 in the morning with coffee in his hand, like, legitimately welling up, that was me on Zach, Because, like, I was there, so I don't remember, the, like, the roar besides what i heard well on, that's what um... i
1: did dude that's is when we went to those games i would come home and on on you know because i get the package you use my package, you can go back and watch them still on the package you can go back and watch any game if it's the day after no matter the market no matter whatever or a- if it's after the game has ended i mean so after we would go to those games like after we went to you know the clincher and all that i would come home and i would watch it on the tv here and just to hear it's so loud, it's so loud on TV, it was crazy, man.
0: Yeah, and I was sitting there and I was like, I can see why Trey Turner said this is cool, and like, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, go sign no the for the next 11 years. Um, so, uh, if, you, if you're ever like bored, the, the France can't like calling of it, I and mean, by the way, I mean, just the best, um,
1: hear us. just the best.
0: amazing. Um, amazing. and uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, shout out to shout out to Joe Giglio and Hugh Douglas, new midday show.
1: Yeah, buddy, shout out our guy Joe Giglio. Obviously, has been featured in this feed before. Has helped us host shows. As um, you know, we've been on. Yeah, his does show. this mean
0: that we're getting the High Hopes Hour uh, roundtable on the midday show?
1: Let me tell you, Joe. Or Jack, I was gonna yes. say this is to Joe. Did I say? Let me tell you, Jack. Joe, it better. All right, that's all I'm gonna say. It better. I mean, I'm giving you an audience. I mean, I'm basically saying, here you go, Joe Giglio. Welcome to this midday thing that we've cultivated and, and enriched and, and made great for you. So you're welcome. Great Phillies callers in the midday. We get phenomenal Phillies callers in the midday. You're you welcome do get good Phillies callers in the midday. I know. You know what we didn't used to when we started the show? Get good Phillies callers. We cultivated them. We brought them along. You're welcome, Joe. That's all. Joe and Mayfair. And also, Harris. congratulations.
0: Joe and May, May- first might go to midday show uh,
1: yeah. We got some great. I mean, Black Gritty is a great one. Well, he's originally a, he, a midday show caller. He jumps call. all over. Originally a midday show caller. Started with us. Tom from Abington, obviously a great caller. Not allowed to call um, our show. Yeah, there's a weird, weird whole thing there. Going. We got, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if we're going to be honest, the if, if we're just talking callers to a specific show for the station, the Go Birds callers are the best callers it's just a fact. we brought Justin in Tennessee to the station we brought like so many people game to the CJ in Texas uh you know all these great cars chris knows oh, like, all this these is people so, this is this is just...
0: disrespectful you're letting out such a big name you're forgetting such a big name this is sad
1: I'm gonna get there, Tom in Vancouver. There and, you
0: go. There you
1: I'm go. I'm you know, That's what I'm saying. You didn't let me finish. You like jumping as I'm saying. Them. I'm getting there. I love Tom. Tom's like, guy. Right. But that's the thing is we brought, you know, that, those are the best cars. I'm just not to be this is not me being, you know, haughty or whatever. It's just a fact. Per caller, Go birds cars. best on the station. Just saying. It's a fact. You guys have Chuck. Look, Chuck's Chuck is the, you know, Chuck's amazing. OG Wade, definitely an afternoon call caller shows. That's your guy. But I think per caller, Gilbert's caller is the best. No well, contact.
0: tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm I'm unleashing my the callers that I'm protecting that are not allowed to call Julio in the middays. Oh, so. this is
1: great! This is gonna be the uh, this is the top five tomorrow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so again, I think we've told the high Oaks people this because you know you're our people, you know, but um, my favorite part of my day is when Jack comes in with like a little wry grin on his face, being like, "Here's what I got today," and I'm like particularly excited for tomorrow now. That's something to look forward to. The callers that I'm protecting
0: in in an expansion draft of of uh (laughs) although I think (laughs) Yeah. Well I think I think your future morning show callers, I think they're auditioning on our show. Like we've got a lot of Kenny from the 3030s. Um oh really yeah Eagle Shirley called us today. So we're
1: keeping Kenny. We're keeping Kenny I'll
0: say that. I love Kenny. I like Kenny. Kenny's Kenny's great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, the well, others will say. <laughs> do, people, do
0: people like when we bring them inside WIP? I love
1: everyone. I love everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> tweet at Jack.
0: Because I won't James see won't it. see it.
1: Tweet tweet at Jack and either say yes, WIP or no, WIP. We'll know what it means. Is that good with you? Yeah, I shouldn't hot. be saying no, WIP. because We're like shots yeah. at our station. Well, but then, I would just but say when, yes or no.
0: But when, they say, but when they say no, WIP, we can excuse that off as uh, work in progress
1: okay i like that all right well let us know because because we won't do it if you don't care like, i mean we don't care we're philly well philly's first here
0: i mean it is it is our job like we talk about like uh our whole lives right now are wip so yeah uh, you so know it's hard not hard not talk about our lives although i think it's so funny last thing and then and then we'll get out of here because i can't believe we're 52 minutes in uh um, i get
1: we had nothing i no topic today it's what we do. I said to you before, I'm like, I have nothing to say, and I'm sure we're gonna talk for an hour so there we go.
0: um last thing i'm all I'm always surprised you probably don't see it as much as I do. Uh, I'm always surprised by the people that that don't know that you and I work at WIP. like
1: does that happen?
0: Yeah, they're like they're like, don't understand when we're talking about like, what show we produce or whatnot like they Get found the podcast here. i
1: did not know that was a thing wow found the podcast
0: cool. not through twitter or anything just like searched phillies and found us so i like
1: yeah. that though i think that's really yeah whatever fun. it's cultivating two if audiences if, if you're one of those people thank you i appreciate you if you're do one you, of the other people thank you i appreciate do you, you just like just
0: that i'm really do you good. like that i'm wearing a uh eagles uh uh sweatshirt
1: for oh look i couldn't tell look at you yeah i, I love it <laughs> Like you're, yeah. I'm, I'm happy you're an Eagles fan, Jack. I'm happy you're I back. Am an Eagles You fan. see, you see, Jalen Hurts made the Pro Bowl, eight Eagles. You excited?
0: Isn't isn't a flag football game now? <laughs> I, know, so I guess, isn't it a skills competition? Yeah.
1: Like, just, just do all pros. pros. Here, here's the football question Who gets the first team all pros at Mahomes or Hurts? Those will be the two quarterbacks, most likely. Um, Yeah, I think Burrow obviously has a chance. But who do you think the first and second all-pro quarterbacks are? Does Hurts get jobbed? Get does he get one of the all-pro teams? Does he get jobbed off the all-pro team? Do you think they put no. Burrow and Mahomes? No, no, I agree. Does no, he get the- jobbed at a first-team all-pro? Do you think it'll be Mahomes' first team and he's second team?
0: Yeah, I think it'll be Mahomes' first team.
1: <laughs> I think it's gonna be that too. Yeah, I think so.
0: Well, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Like, oh man, I had a whole thing planned. Oh well, it's all good. <laughs> it's all
1: right. I don't think anyone wants it anyway. I think yeah, we, well, this is right. our re- this is probably the most Eagles talk in the history of a of a High Hopes episode. But <sighs> can see, Jackie has like a real pensive look on his face, like he's trying to remember what he's going to say. This is for forty-one year olds, not for twenty-eight year olds, Jack. You should
0: I know. Nice. Well, I'm trying to reconnect, <laughs> reconnect the lines, reconnect. To, to where I can make this funny. But I don't think I can make I, I think the I think the funny's oh no my point was my point was that like
1: mm-hmm.
0: Holmes and whatever are gonna like sit the last three games anyway. Um so like he's yeah. in this one game and then come back. So I think it should it they shouldn't affect the MB MVP odds as much as they do. Um but I still took Joe Burrow plus a thousand when I knew everything was kind of you know coming
1: down. Look so. at you. Yeah yeah right. fun time all right I got nothing else. I got nothing else. I got nothing else. Uh, here's what I got. Happy holidays to everyone. To oh, yes. Hanukkah, Christmas, odds. I'm Happy Happy holidays. Uh, we will be off next week, back the first week in January. Unless, um, unless, 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 hey, Jack, Jack, you know, we know John Middleton listens. So, John, if you're listening right now and saying, wait a minute, Adam, I don't, don't want to go a week without a high hopes pod, I don't want to, I want you guys to do a pod next week. Well, guess what, John? We're not doing a pod unless you do something about it. The only person who has the power to make it to a podcast next week is John Middleton. And we'll just leave it at that. Is that fair? I think that's t- totally fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. He's written himself.